Dear brothers and sisters, please turn to Philippians chapter 1, verses 19 through 23 for our exhortation. As we gather this morning, our hearts are, are heavy as we're grieving with the Straubs this morning for the passing of our, our brother Ryan, yet we're grieving in hope because we know that the scriptures say, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. This is our hope. Now let's, let's read together Philippians 1 verses 19 through 23. The word of God says, For I know that this will turn out for my deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed. But with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live on in the flesh, this will mean fruit from my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I cannot tell. For I am hard-pressed between the two, having a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better. Amen. This is the word of God. As we look at this passage this morning, brothers and sisters, Paul was facing a difficult circumstance. He was imprisoned there and waiting to see what would happen in his life. He he saw that there were two possible outcomes in his life. He didn't know what was going to happen. Sometimes Paul had insight into the future, but there's other times where he didn't know. And he said that there was two possibilities. Either he would be delivered from prison and he would continue on in his ministry, but another outcome which he envisions is that he would depart, he would die, he would be with Christ. And he says either one uh, is good. In fact, it's even better to be with Christ. So Paul was facing uncertainty. He was, he was not sure what would take place in the future, but he was confident about one thing. In either outcome, he was confident about one thing. And he, you notice what he says in verse 20, what he was confident about. He says, according to my earnest expectation and hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but with all boldness as always, so now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. So here it is, brothers and sisters, whatever the outcome was of, of Paul's life at this point, whether he lived or whether he died, he was confident that Jesus Christ would be magnified in his life. This commitment of Paul expresses the wholehearted aim that you and I should have as well. That in all things, we would please the Lord Jesus Christ. We would do His will. That, that our lives would show forth the life of Jesus. In recent months, uh, the Lord had been at work in Ryan's life and, and in the whole Straub family to do a work of faith and hope. And I was remembering some of the, uh, the messages that our brother Ryan was sending me. And, and uh, I, I was amazed to see the work of God in his heart and in the words that he was speaking. I just wanted to read one or two of these to you because I think what Ryan was saying was exactly what Paul was saying here. I was asking Ryan how he was doing on one occasion. He wrote back, no matter which way the Father chooses, I will be obedient to Him. 
On another occasion, uh, Ryan told me, he said, God has given me and my family this walk, and what we can do is to follow at every step. He is good. This is the work of God, brothers and sisters, in our brother's life. And this is exactly what Paul was expressing, that he wanted to seek the glory of God. Uh, And this is what Ryan said many times. He would say, all glory be to God, even as he was dealing with this time of suffering. Oh, brothers and sisters, is, is this our aim? That Jesus Christ would be magnified in our lives. Whatever he has for us. These are sobering times for us, brothers and sisters, when, when a brother passes from this life into glory, it reminds each of us to number our days and to seek out that heart of wisdom that we might live soberly, righteously, and godly lives in the present age. We're given one opportunity with one life in this present age to serve the Lord, and it's not a very long time in light of eternity. No matter how long we live, it's not a very long time. And yet Paul was confident when he was facing the potential reality of death that was soon to come. Why was he confident? Because he was living for Christ. Paul was not living for self or living for this present age. He was living for Christ. And when you live for Christ, you can't lose in the ultimate sense. Now, if you're living for yourself and for the things of this present life, you can't have that kind of confidence. You can't face death with confidence because if you die, you lose everything. If you're living for self and living for the things of this present life. But Paul said, I am living for Christ and therefore to die is gain because I go to be with him. If we live for Christ, brothers and sisters, then we can rest content with what the Lord does in our lives because he is in control of what takes place in our lives and we go where he tells us to go. We do what he tells us to do. So brothers and sisters, as we consider these words in Philippians this morning, may we come to this time of confession of sin, humbling ourselves before the Lord and asking, us, asking him to help us to live with a whole heart in his service, and have that same aim that Paul had, that Christ would be magnified in our body. Let us now take this time to confess our sins. We have the words of our confession of sin, and I invite you to kneel with me before the Lord as we humble ourselves before him and confess. Let's say these words together. Most holy and merciful Father, we acknowledge and confess before you our sinful nature, prone to evil and lazy in good. Moreover, we have fallen short of your standards and transgressed your laws. You alone know how often we have sinned in wandering from your ways, in wasting your gifts, in forgetting your love. But, O Lord, have pity on us. We are ashamed and sorry for everything that has displeased you. Cleanse us from our secret faults. Forgive our sins for the sake of your dear Son. Teach us to hate our heirs and forsake them. O Father and Son, send your Spirit to enable us to live in your light and walk in your ways. Amen. 
Let us take a moment now to confess our own sins before the Lord.